0: Amigos y amigas, another edition of the Mexican Soccer Shows I'll log on We're going to keep it a long. It's an hour going... Bleah. Bleah. <laughs> it long <laughs> an hour-long podcast dedicated to all things Mexican football. We're just going to drive right through. We don't need to cut this even though we record. Yeah. Just go right in. It's me and Cesar today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cesar and I, Cesar y yo, como dice mi mamá, el burro primero. So <laughs> <laughs> I never really understood that. Anyway, Liga MX uh mexicans abroad we'll talk all about all the covid drama that's happening it's like impacting the league and mm-hmm. it's impacting schedules it's maybe in- impacting results obviously we've seen this but it's not necessarily covid it's the way things are handled and we'll kind of give you all the drama if you've missed the last week of what's happening in the game um but yeah today mr cesar hernandez uh will not be able to go up not being able to go outside and run because of the weather
1: yeah man it's weird it's like it's like it's like the like the 10 days out of the year that it that it rains in san diego but it's actually i mean i mean you're getting a little bit of the same storm over there yeah. in phoenix yeah. like it's pretty like people are freaking pretty, out over
0: here man It it, it, yeah. it rains and it, people freak out it snowed a little bit here in phoenix people in the desert like it's really like 36 degrees so i went outside to go get the mail and i'm like it's freezing
1: i moved my car because i uh they do street sweeping like every like you know, it's like at, over here, like, it's a little confusing. It's like, all right, street sweeping on the second and fourth Mondays and Tuesdays. So you have to play this weird game where you have to move it on. You have to move from the the Monday spot to the Tuesday spot at a certain time. But anywho, I had to do that earlier today. And yeah, man, it was pretty, it was wild out there. All the, all the rain and wind over here in San Diego.
0: You're listening to us anywhere in like the, in the Northwest or like, you know, Denver, or in New York, you're like, shut up guys. Like, you <laughs> yeah, right. that's how perfect weather. right? Mine's just hot during the summer. But anyway, um Amy's not on. She decided to uh, take take the day off. And Adriana is out working it through the NA. So it's just us, man. So we like could do anything because anything usually, man. Usually uh, you know Amy's there typing no you are taking too long and you're just producing it and it's just us. So I can ask you like a random question and you have to answer it. So I picked a random question.
1: Go for it.
0: If you're running from north of the globe, like you're in the top of the world and you start right, right, right. running towards the south yeah, it turns into the south, right? Like you're heading right south and then it turns north. But if you're running from east to west, it always stays east. It never turns to west.
1: Wait, what? No, but then what happens if you're running from west to east though? It just
0: then it stays west. But you see how it changes. Ah. If you're going from top to bottom, if you're going north and you run, it automatically'll start running south. Or north, but if you turn west, you're always running west.
1: I'm not gonna be able to talk about Liga MX now or Mexican soccer because so I'm just be thi- I'm gonna be thinking about <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about this for quite some time. If you're listening
0: to us, anyone, and you can give us the answer as to why that happens. Welcome to the Mexican Soccer Show. <laughs> <laughs> Amy is so gonna cut this all out, and I hope she doesn't. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. um Cesar Liga MX. Let's start there. Hey, all right, uh, big big news on all oh, things that's happening with COVID. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start where Monterrey and, and there were America was thinking that Monterrey was trying to sabotage the game with with Funes Mori being it, uh, big, you know, had COVID and he knew about it. I think there's even video of him not telling his players like don't come near me in a goal celebration. I was leaked down there. I mean, there's so much drama going with te- teams and it goes to the, like the Liga MX He's not doing the protocols that maybe other leagues are doing. Uh, what's the drama like?
1: Yeah, it was just, it's, it's been a mess recently. I mean, after, I mean, we saw what happened with Rayados and America, you know, where players unfortunately tested positive. Rayados America then said players had symptoms after the game against Rayados. So Rayados were saying you know, they're, they're, they were still following protocol. So that just was a little bit of a mess there. Both their games need to be rescheduled. We saw Cavacito Rodriguez, um, Cruz Azul's Cavacito Rodriguez being called out for breaking protocol as well. And then uh a video recently uh, surfaced of Buma's uh, Alan Mulso also ah, yeah, breaking yeah. protocol by hanging out with friends and having some drinks, so it was his birthday yeah it's it's still it's pretty He's much it's taking like, shots yeah and
0: social distancing i <laughs>
1: uh, mean that's see that's the thing too that like it doesn't help out like it, it's. It'd be one thing if like the players are just like hanging out with their friends and just no, like it's a full really, party. they're yeah, it's, it's like them partying. Like, oh man, it's just and it yeah. doesn't set a good example. And it's like, yes, I know. Like people were like, oh, you guys are being overly dramatic. Like you know, they're just hanging out. It's like no, they're no, they're breaking protocol. Breaking protocol. That's they're that's that's a protocol.
0: You know, I'm, I'm I mean we've got over Those people go out or whatever. And these are players that are breaking protocol. They're not supposed to do that. It's like, you know, if if all of us, like, I could just imagine this conversation. Hey, uh, we're going to go out for my birthday. You know, if you bring somebody, can they not, you know, no, somebody's recording, and they're drinking shots knowing they're yeah. recording. So I don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, on, and, guys.
1: yeah, and like, so now stricter rules have followed. Um, dun, dun, dun. League of Yankees president, Mikel Areola, uh, he mentioned that COVID tests are going to be done more frequently. Uh That he's calling for more vigilance by clubs to be you know, more safe within, like, the club atmosphere, you know. As for players who break protocol, they have to isolate for 10 days they have to the test negative return and they can pay a fine of up to a uh, hundred thousand pesos and that's for the Expans- expansion teams and femenil as well mm. so it's a step it's a step in the right direction but I mean it's we'll see it's it's still gonna be difficult to contain this you know and we saw I mean I mean Tom wrote a piece about this last season but you know last season like 35 percent of players had caught COVID-19 and that's just I mean you see that you're like that's unacceptable man like you it's not only impacting their lives but their families and staff members of clubs and their own families and so you you you, you hope the new rules and procedures are going to halt any kind of potential increase but it's I mean we, we were talking about before we started recording you know we were, we were you know, discussing you know all of the drama recently but and I mean it seems like the only thing that's been very effective is if you play in a bubble and if it and when you have teams traveling, we have staff staff traveling and play, players in like close contact. it's just it's just gonna be so incredibly difficult to contain this thing
0: hundred thousand pistol is like four thousand <laughs> dollars people are gonna be fined I mean, I feel just just need like a bigger like a strict of like ten thousand, yeah, Damn. yeah, I mean you know, players don't get paid that much, and I get it, but
1: it's it,
0: what is it gonna take?
1: yeah, I don't know it's just it's 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 unfortunate see, but the or- Or
0: or test them like every day. There's some leagues that test like every single day.
1: Yeah, and I guess like obviously, I mean, the issue too is that like, because this is what people were talking about regarding uh, Funes Mori. Um, Obviously, like we're not doctors here, but apparently what some experts are saying is that there is a two to seven day uh, incubation period. And that's something that could potentially cause, you know, in theory, false negatives where they're taking Mm -hmm. tests. So in theory, Funes Mori could have, had it but maybe not had enough because it was still in the incubation period took the test it was negative and then he played a game and Mm -hmm. the question is like could that happen to other players as well so yeah I mean it's it's I mean it's something we've talked about in the past it sucks to talk about it but we have to bring it up you know just because it's impacting the league it's impacting players lives and most importantly that's the thing that's that's most significant here is that it's impacting their lives and lives of others and staff members but also I mean in a less important soccer sense it's also changing schedules changing <laughs> you know yeah. the way that the, the league uh, needs to be run so we'll see we'll see what happens at the very least i mean we, we did see some good at- players uh celebrate by wearing yeah. some masks over the weekend so that was kind of cool i, I, I like that i thought it was weird at first but then it was definitely kind of cool once think it was you, clear you, that they're all in that? it
0: because you like hiding like <laughs> would, yeah, he, be... had, he had his mask in his sock, dude. <laughs> right
1: <here. laughs> Well, like what happened was, like, it was funny. So, it was like, this was during Queretaro's 2 0 win over Pumas. The funny thing is, like, so, like, obviously, like, we're not in the stadium, it was just like watching TV. And then the first goal that Queretaro uh, scored, it was Jose Gurola. They cut to him, he's celebrating, and then they cut to a different player. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they cut back to him, and then he has a mask and he puts it on, and then he's using, pretending to use hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer and right. you're like, and you're like, where did he? Where did he get that mask? Like, how did he? Did, like, where was he? Like, and then you saw Angel Sepulveda, uh, who scored a the 44th minute, and then he brought one out of his shin guard. So, did everybody? Did everybody on the 11 like have a have a mask in their shin guards, like in case they scored? Like, did even like did even like a <laughs> like, like a backup goalkeeper on the bench? Do you think he had a mask on his, like, his shin guards just in case?
0: Did the coach have one?
1: <laughs> Maybe, <yeah. laughs> Coach. no 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 i thought it was
0: pretty cool i mean it was oh we we retweeted on for next nation and everybody saw that you know kind of i i just put the i put the goal and i said the goal for everybody to to watch and it's like i didn't even put who scored or anything <laughs> yeah it's like yeah you're right it's on there and then did it did again so that was cool good thing yeah, yeah. and anyway, it's like against pumas so
1: yeah of course i mean i so guess yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that was like actually a good you know good result
1: yeah no because i guess like i mean of course, what like stands out the most to me is I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, after all the drama of Monterrey in America and rescheduling and Capacita and protocols, like, mm-hmm. it was cool to see this, like, I guess, a PSA of sorts <laughs> by, by, by these players. But, yeah, I mean, also importantly, Guerreiro played well. I didn't expect much from them. Bumas looked quite bad. We have to bring that up. Um, I mean, but you do have to remember with Pumas, I mean, there was a distraction of Mosul, you know, yeah. there's an injury for the Neno. Uh, they now have to rely on several young players. Oh, and...
0: wait. did I do that on purpose because of Mosul? Oh. Ooh. I didn't
1: think about that. It's
0: because, you know, all that's happening or whatever, and they oh, have it on there that. just as a like, uh. oh, man, why didn't anybody write that story?
1: I didn't think about that <laughs> until just now. But the funny <laughs> thing is, like, I'm literally talking. I was like, oh, you know, the just you know, some of the it's issues true. with Mosul.
0: Yeah, because you're like, oh, you're a issue, and that you know, Mosul. And you definitely made me think about that.
1: Oh, well, I that didn't even funny. think that. That's it. funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, credit to them. I thought that was like one of the cooler things from the weekend. But, but yeah, Puma's not exactly at their best. But then again, I mean, I think there's a lot of young players in the mm-hmm. uh, There, I think there's a lot of potential. But obviously, when you have players that young, they still have a, a lot to learn when it comes to providing consistently good performances. You know, I think a lot of us got hyped, including myself, about Emmanuel Montejano this well i forget how old he was like 18 or something a young kid who made his league make debut this season and now because of injuries he's now starting and he didn't have the best game but i don't you know it's give us that, week
0: you know? it's week three
1: like yeah it, yeah, yeah. The first
0: two weeks right well, oh this you know i was thinking of puebla looking good i mean come on it's like you know looking at where last you know i know where uh, tigres is, is bouncing back but they played atlas um, you know, Pumas losing to Querétaro. It feels like everyone's just kind of struggling, and it has to do with COVID, yeah. or the break, or the new year, and it's like no real con, like no one is up, kind of doing, you know. Oh, okay, they're they're kind of real contender because there's always some type of excuse. Yeah, uh, as far uh, as Toluca, You know, with everybody's either drawn or lost a match already in this, except for Monterrey, which. Is, which uh, they have another match to play so
1: yeah and I feel like you really like I I was trying to like actually I did I was like I was like a while back where I was like trying to figure out where you can really start making like patterns and assumptions based off based off the standings and it's like you really can't do that until like after like week seven or eight at the earliest at the earliest week seven or eight the earliest but before then like yeah who knows everything's uh completely out the window when you try to think of the the final standings because even if you look at the final standings not the final standings—but if you look at the standings right now like you know america probably aren't gonna finish you know in 11th place i know they need another game so which could yeah. potentially push them up but you know you're you wouldn't expect leon who are playing tonight as well uh or actually had their game delayed like yeah. to be out of the top 12 you wouldn't expect you know well gruesome well maybe we'll see i don't know <laughs> gruesome is a different question but but yeah no it's too early to make assumptions
0: yeah i mean like I said. It's- You're looking at Puebla starting better, you know, Toluca. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens when the the big teams or the better teams start waking up, I guess. Yeah, man. We're looking at that. Uh, Next week, match day three, four. Match day four. Now, we're, you know, we're trying to see, okay, what's going on with Guadalajara. Uh, Obviously, you know, the big team's Club America. Um, but still, I I don't know if there's something about this calendar that I was looking at, but like big matchups that everyone wants to see aside from like the very first Monterrey America, always I'm feeling like, uh, okay, what what some important matchups that we have this week? And it's like week four, and I'm still trying to look at it, especially especially during this. You have Tigres Necaxa Guadalajara Juarez. Obviously, we know what's going on with Guadalajara. If they can't beat Juarez, I guess Tijuana Toluca Toluca's at the top. Tijuana got a nice uh, win there. Santos and Club America. Puebla Monterrey, Mazatlán, Pachuca, Cruz Azul Querétaro, and Pumas Atlas, León, Atlético It's not like a match that stands out. They're like, okay, there's one you watch, you got to watch this one.
1: Yeah, and I think I think uh, a lot of fans have been feeling a little, I don't know, disillusioned with the start to the season. It feels like people have been wanting for more excitement uh, in Liga MX. I think people are really complaining not about the about Corona three, but like week two. I think people were really, really critical the performances of numerous teams i think a lot of people are then looking around for answers and i think the immediate thing that they point to is the fact that that there are 12 teams that qualify for the playoffs and they think i mean think i that's it i i like it but i think what some people have been saying i, I like a, that it's extending to the top 12 but i guess you could make the argument that mm-hmm. you don't right. exact you don't exactly have to be playing at your best at the very beginning of the season you, so you, what do you, you want
0: just, do you want Mediocre season with high intensity closing it out. <laughs> right? <laughs> or do you want like every game means something like at other places where there's no playoffs?
1: Yeah. And I think, I think probably what people are are wanting is just a move back to just what it once was, which is just uh, the top I eight. I
0: like those little, the, those early, like those, uh, those games that, you know, bring, get into the Liguilla type of, yeah, the, type of game. Those were
1: fun. The wild card. I mean, yeah, just yeah, the the wild, wild card. card. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. I, I, yeah. I mean, la, I mean, la, we saw last season. I mean, just like really excited to see what like Weblet did, and just like I don't know, I, th- I thought it yeah. was that was fantastic. But yeah.
0: Well, well, we'll see. Um, I didn't want to echo that. You know, the, the start is boring. But I, I, I'm telling you, I think it's got to do with the matches. Like normally, yeah, you Start seeing the yeah. Like I'm trying. Like this week. Like if you had to tell somebody, there's one game you got to watch because of this.
1: Or and also. I, mm, <laughs> Or maybe we're also feeling like slightly... I don't know, something definitely feels missing because when we were looking forward to last weekend, yeah. we're like, oh, we're like, oh, boom, we got... I mean, America, they're they're always going to get a lot of attention. Anytime America does anything Ooh. or Chivas do anything, it gains a lot of attention. So without America playing and with what is one of the most exciting games, or should have been one of the most exciting games for the first few weeks, Rylos of Leon mm-hmm. being postponed. Yeah. So I think with America being... Their game being delayed, with rayaldos Leon being pushed back. I think a lot of us felt like something has was was kind of missing, you know, over, over the weekend. And we had one game on Saturday. That was weird. That, that was, was that weird. was a weird Saturday. Yeah, that
0: was weird. Normally you're like, okay, where we're at, and I'm looking. And I'm like, wait, what? What? I guess I'll t- finish watching the Night Stalker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, it's. It's Saturday. I can't watch 90 Day Fiance today. That's not on until <laughs> it's not on until Sunday. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, you know what? i watch. I think I watched Catch
0: Me If You Can. I don't know. I really enjoy that movie. Oh, it's a solid movie, man. it's yeah, a good I'm one. Just like, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll watch it, see what's going on. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's uh let's move on to uh Mexicans Abroad. Um how, do you feel like the Mexican obviously it's always more entertaining when people are playing, but Amadrello was playing all that season. Um, but we know what Rebel can do, but for some reason, I like having the feeling of like, is this player of ours that normally doesn't get that big of a chance, you know, doing well, you know, aside from the starters, kind of like, it reminded me of the Chicharito days where we're like, come on, Chicharito, earn your spot, get your spot going. And, and obviously I'm talking about Diego Linus and, and what he's going through, but also with Chuki, like we're yeah. there because we don't, you know, he's doing well. And I, I mean, I watched Chucky he was scoring tons of goals, but like now where he's a he's in Napoli. Uh, big highlight of the weekend Chuki historic goal, um, the fastest goal in Napoli yeah. history. So, uh, and then the I put a tweet out that said it's the second fastest goal,
1: right? Oh, really? I thought it was a third. I yeah. saw a bunch of people say third, third yeah, fast yeah, no. goal in Serie a here's history. Here's where I put,
0: here's where I put because when that came on, I go, okay, what's the fastest goal, right? Any end, it was like one i don't know whatever whatever the second was the second fastest goal is the exact same time as chuki's so technically there's only one above chuki but because they're tied it's two and three right oh. so i think that's where i went because i because my yeah because i i i looked at it and and it's like it's the set it is the second fastest goal in history because the second and third are tied yeah so, but yes there are it's the third fastest if you're going to go with
1: in in Serie history, yeah. I, at the very least, we could say. I think we can we can confidently say, because everyone else has been saying too, it's the fastest goal in Napoli history. Napoli history, there. Yeah. There you go. We could say. And that. for Chuki's career. Yeah. Oh, is it was a really. I mean, yeah. I guess I was about to say, oh, really? But then again, like, I don't think there's ever been a time he scored a goal within the first eight <laughs> <laughs> seconds, at least from my memory. It was
0: just so perfect. Horrible defensive mistake, and Chuki's like, what? I mean, you're gonna get Chuki like that. Yeah. It just shows. Uh, you know the type of clutch player that he is where you know his fast um decision making and he's always aware of the, of the goal i mean there's was, there's was no reason i mean you start start of that uh didn't go so well for yeah and, was, and then they, they lost 3 to
1: 1 <laughs> you know, people were like
0: oh, they lost 3 to 1 why are you tweeting that well i tweeted it like right when it happened i'm i'm not going to wait to see if they do well or not it's still a historic goal but um yeah i, I was watching the whole game and it was like Gatuso was like okay made some subs uh you know took took continue out and he was pretty mad and kind of went a little bit defensive try to try to defend and it was just like boom you know atlanta just came in came from the back and just yeah, i mean it was just a mess
1: and, or was it uh, or was hell's for yeah um
0: and it was just kind of like oh my gosh and you should have seen Gattuso. it was just exploding like everywhere like he was just so angry
1: yeah i think i think it's important though just to just to look at the context of of this one game in Chucky's season though because i think if this if this was in a bad season that he's been having then we'd be like yeah he scored a fast he scored an incredibly fast goal and it didn't have that good of a game because i don't think he had that good of a game after that but i think and, and maybe i'd be a little bit more worried about that I'd be like oh you know despite his goal he really needs to improve here i think in general though he's had a really great season with, with Napoli. So even in a game where he's not exactly at his best, he's still fighting the back of the net. I mean, and the thing is too, I mean, he's got three goals and an assist in his last four games in all competitions for Napoli, nine goals and two assists overall uh, in the Serie A season. So that's, that's not bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite good. You know, he continue. I think right now, He's tied for being a Napoli's uh, leading goal scorer this season with Insigne, I believe. Yeah, and... Insigne is
0: good, man. Insigne is really good.
1: Oh yeah, and he's their he's team captain. Yeah, he's their team captain as well. But but yeah, well, I mean i i I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling pretty content with how his season's been going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, if he keeps doing it, uh, I think the the stat that if you take penalty kicks out, he's only two away from Cristiano Ronaldo.
1: Oh really? Oh, did you tweet that? I forgot. Yeah. Someone tweeted that. I was like scrolling through Twitter. Yeah.
0: Yes, I mean that's and yeah, okay, yeah. Penalty kicks are still, are still goals, but it just shows in level of play and that he's scoring. He he's definitely out there. There's only two others in, in Serie A, and it would be good, man. It's he continues to do that. He gets, he he gets recognition and it's all over. But did you also notice that Chucky looks bigger? Yeah, like like he's like. I I was gonna say in Spanish, mamado, but I don't know if that's <laughs> that's. Good. But me, my May, like my uh, my uncle says um yeah he, he 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 looks bigger like he's hitting the weights
1: not like not like chicharito that one off season after one was it <laughs> which we talked we talked about it remember like we're suddenly chicharito yeah. got like buff uh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah then real madrid no was it real madrid season it might have been real madrid. yeah like, what the
0: Heck, man it's like all of a sudden no but chuki looks big big yeah he was yeah. Like, he was a kid he was like a scrawny kid that would just be really fast kind of like that all right look at look at his um like his germany goal he looks he just looks like a kid i'm not saying he's not but he he looks bigger. It looks like he's got some mass. I
1: don't. Know. I know anybody. It could like, be anybody in their twenties, in their early twenties, are just like they now seem like kids, to me, even though now I'm in my thirties. So he's he's definitely a kid to me. <laughs> but
0: his face, right, is like a little kid. It could be an Napoli shirt because it's, is, I think it's kappa, isn't it? Oh, I'm, I'm trying, and they always have like some crew.
1: I don't know, but it's we'll it's, see. It's we'll a, see. It's tight. But it's but it's good to see for for Tricky, just to, like continuing this form. I know. Yeah. Once again, like. Didn't have the best game, but still, when he, when you look at the context of the season overall, like Chuki's been doing quite well, and it's mm-hmm. and it's interesting too. Just like I mean, I mentioned it in the last podcast, but just like we went from, you know, us really wanting him to like get missed to now where, you know, members of Italian press are saying that you know he's he that, that no one could really replace him in in his current role. You know, he's a guaranteed starter, so it's yeah. it's fantastic to see. Hopefully, continue and hopefully. Uh, Napoli, uh, you know, clinched their, clinch a European spot this season, because the table's quite close, uh between, I want to say, like, second through, like, I want to say even, like, um, like, sixth or seventh, so Napoli could finish anywhere within those uh, European spots, so hopefully more Champions League soccer going forward, because unless if there's a big offer that comes through this summer, you you anticipate Chucky spending at least one more season with Napoli.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I stay, yeah, season, see where it goes, and, it's, it's great. I mean, it's playing one of the best leagues for a forward to play in with some, how defensive it is. So it's going to learn out. It, 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 even in that game, I mean, it, it just has a where It's just like when we talk about like Bunker Bowl, gosh, the Italians have mastered it because it was like everybody yeah. back there, those counterattacks, and they were able to win, and that's how they won the game. So, uh, yeah, we'll continue to watch Mr. Chucky Lozano switching over to Real Betis here in the Real Betis fan club. <laughs> um, <laughs> Guardado getting getting the start with Diego Linus in a game uh, where against Real Sociedad I, I think Diego Diego did really well and is I mean now consecutive starts six consecutive starts I believe um, his uh, the cool stat is that when Diego Linus is playing the team or has started the team has not lost. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome. There, there's a stat there. Guardado getting some great minutes and just like we talked about last week. Uh, just uh, guardado is guardado. But most importantly, we'll see where that goes. Uh, they were down to 0. got subbed off. And then somehow Real Sociedad just thought and they came back in 2 2. They played Real Sociedad once more tomorrow at the Copa del Rey uh, to continue. I think it's the the uh, quarterfinals, I believe, of the Copa del Rey. Uh, and it's, it's an elimination, and that's it. So hopefully they can keep going with the Copa del Rey because that will give Diego Lainez one of the more minutes. Lots of injuries in that team, but we yeah. will see.
1: And the good news, obviously, we would love to see, you know, same we're we're seeing with uh, Chucky, the same way that you know we've seen with Tecatito. You know, you, we mm-hmm. want those goals, we want those assists, but at the very least, it's all a step forward in the right direction for for Linus to be getting consistent minutes. Consistent minutes. It, I think that's 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 the least we could ask for right now, and I think no one and at least in recent weeks no one has been doubting how important he has been to them and yeah. then hopefully with those regular minutes then we'll start seeing some more goals and assists because he is yeah. i mean he is setting players up for for excellent opportunities
0: definitely definitely and i think even the fans i mean when they're seeing it like why isn't linus you know why why did you take out linus linus the best player in the field like fans are really liking this kid you know and and uh that's always exciting to see kind of the fans taking over so we'll see that um Speaking of Guardado, every what, every six months, there's a rumor that Guardado was going to go to every, every two months <laughs> to MLS. I think it was Charlotte, I think it was Atlanta. It feels like every time there's like a new franchise coming in, a new MLS team, it's like, well, Guardado should be next. And uh, a big, you know, kind of like uh, US media kind of said that they're looking at what other way was it, Charlotte?
1: Yeah, that's well. I think I I think it was I think it was Jonathan Tannenwald, but I think he was uh, crediting it wasn't one of his sources. He was crediting an article, um, but I forgot who who it was. But what happened was once people saw that, many of us saw that rumor and said, you know what? We've seen this rumor numerous times, and not only. Did we see other reports immediately deny those rumors? But we saw Guardado <laughs> shut it down as well. So
0: Fake news on his Instagram, all these. I don't know why you guys keep talking about it. This is fake news. Guardado's not going to go until he needs to go. He wants to get another spot of the World Cup. He's got one more year. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, the MLS, I think the MLS is what the MLS is, but I think he wants to stay in, in, in Europe and play. And if he's getting time, why why even go, you know?
1: Yeah. The, the fun thing in the end, though, is that, like, uh, I mean... Not that I, like, not if I was hanging with Guardado for whatever reason, I'd be pushing for him to go to MLS, but I feel like he's the exact kind of player that should be heading to to MLS when you're a player of that caliber. Like, and he's going to be turning 35 this year. He's paid his dues abroad, and I don't, and I, I wouldn't blame him for taking a big paycheck if he wanted one.
0: Yeah, no, true. Because I,
1: I think right now it's like, it's, I guess more so it's like you, I think we look at instances like him and other you know, players who have, pay their dues ab- abroad and you, what you're wanting is you know yeah maybe they get like a big paycheck once they come back and i and i give him credit for wanting to stay in europe but hey if he wants to stay in europe for another five years and retire without let's, i don't know like if he wants to do that i would love that but here's the thing is like you're you're waiting now for the next generation midfielders to step in for him eric Gutierrez. you're waiting for sebastian cordova for charlie rodriguez you know just to really really step in line for him. because right now you wouldn't want what is
0: in the world cup what was that? You, you wouldn't want Waradal in 2022?
1: No, here's the thing is I do I I do want Waradal in the World Cup. I just think that other players in theory should be like Gutier- Eric Gutierrez, like Cordoba, like Charlie Rodriguez. Hopefully by then they're going to be surpassing him or like. Or no, true. I, think, yeah, yeah. I, mean,
0: I just think the leadership is, uh, is needed so badly.
1: Oh, I mean, I want him in the world. I'm not saying I don't I'm want him in the, the world, world Cup. Cup. And yeah. just be
0: there and, you know, it's like if he can still play and if he's not slow and if he's taking that role, especially in the, in, the, in the mid, but I don't know, you know, who knows, but I just feel that we have, I feel like we have no leaders coming into this world cup because yeah, I mean, that, that generation kind of left, yeah, we'll be he, there, but I don't feel like we we'll is that great of
1: a leader. I mean, what other will probably be there for, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want him at the world cup. I'm just, I'm saying he's, I mean, he's going to be there for quite some time too, because he's still the captain. Obviously when he's at his best and not injured. I mean, he's an, he's an incredible player, you know, but I think what I'm just saying is that like, I'm just waiting for, for someone else to step someone in line. I want, I want Eric, or, or to, to make that sp- to really challenge him for, for minutes in that position, you know? Mm. So, and maybe with, I mean, I mentioned Eric Gutierrez, maybe with Gutierrez, I mean, maybe that could potentially be him. I mean, he's already in Europe. He's been getting recent minutes with PSV, and maybe if he didn't have that injury, we could, we would potentially be talking mm. about him, you know, about someone who could potentially step in for Guadalajara already. And then Guadalajara will have more so of a leadership role and maybe have, be a player that comes off the bench. But maybe, maybe by the time the next World Cup comes around, Guti will be that player. But we'll see. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Other rumors, Edson Alvarez to Valencia kind of sprung up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because ESPN Mexico uh, were reporting that Valencia are interested in Edson. Because um, well, Valencia, they're, they're putting up some pretty bad defensive numbers in La Liga this season. Um, is
0: a big team. I've always liked Valencia. Being that mid, yeah, had good, good, good talent and has a good, good fan base. I mean, I really like Valencia. I, always wanted Guardado to go to Valencia for some reason. I feel like Guardado would have been great. But,
1: uh, but yeah, I guess that's the, uh, I guess that's the issue with, uh, with them as, I think because they're such a big club. Like I mean, now that they're involved in relegation race, they're looking for an immediate fix. <laughs> like they can't, I, the they can't be yeah, that bad. Yeah, I'm just to watch it so easy.
0: <laughs> it's so hard to get to you know, anybody in Portuguese league, it's like uh, uh but that's just being selfish. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's so see. We'll see. Well, rumors, rumors, Mr. Miguel Ayun has been has been uh, rumored to go to San Jose, or at least there was an offer um through some connections of my own, uh working with Mr. Layun. Say, yeah,
1: me. spill away. So like I yeah, feel it, like it, there's yeah. definitely I was like,
0: okay, is there, there's definitely some offers there? Um but it looks like I mean it's he's, he's fine at Monterrey right for now who knows I'm sh- uh, you know like you and I think was looking to go to MLS or looking at at least, uh, to see if there's a movement there or if there's opportunities but there were some definitely some offers from some MLS teams and I think San Jose was one of them but not quite sure it's gonna happen like Chofis for example
1: <laughs> yeah I mean that definitely happened uh, on loan wearing the number nine <laughs> <laughs> i think he still has a, i think he still has a lot to offer i think i think it changes scenery you watch it good. comes
0: back and, and he's like okay he just starts like just tearing it up
1: <laughs> comes back he's thing. like nah they gave me the number nine over there i want the number nine with to chivas too
0: <laughs> well we'll see we'll see when does the season start
1: uh mls it'll be they just announced it'll be in early april
0: oh my god you still have such a long time
1: yeah yeah they still i mean i think uh, reportedly they're supposed to start uh, coming in for preseason in February and with uh, a bunch of them potentially prepping for or not a bunch of them I shouldn't say a bunch of them, with a handful of them potentially prepping for the Champions League CCL, which is also right? the starting yeah with that's starting in uh, early April you would think that some of these teams need to hit the ground running it's real quickly it's such a
0: long break yeah it
1: it's is. such it's a long nice.
0: break for soccer and I, and I know we always talk about that and you shouldn't but you know, it's like three months off, right? I mean, yeah, but no, MLS, yeah, the molest uh cup was in December,
1: and that's that's what we worry about. When was it was that our issue with uh, yeah, with Jonah when Jonah went uh join MLS um uh, before the World Cup because a lot of us were just like, like, I mean, once again, I just I tried justifying it earlier, said, you know, some players you know might want to move to the u.s and want to play in a different league for a number of different reasons obviously there's much more than what's happening on the field but all of us were thinking like right before the world cup you're gonna have those months off like like what are you doing John? <laughs> Like, you're playing in la liga you're playing well so yeah but obviously with i mean if we're going back to layman it, it's 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 a different case as well though because i mean he's definitely getting a little bit older so we'll see what happens with that but yeah it is a, it is a long break
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. so i mean yeah you just talk about jonah like Talk about all the, na- uh, who's, the
1: who's the other um,
0: player that's in the national team, President MLS. Oh, my gosh, Miami.
1: Um, Pizarro?
0: Pizarro, right?
1: Yeah. I thought you, for a second you're, you were blanking on Chicharito. I was like, no, no I was no, blanking no. on Chicharito. No, yeah, no. Rodolfo Pizarro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know
0: why I always forget his name. Rodolfo Pizarro. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, it's just, uh, it's a thing that happens, but. Um, okay. All right, all right. Well, actually, we're there. CCL schedule, right, has uh, been announced. And let's be honest as much it's it's the teams that are going for MLS I feel like oh okay here we go it's like it's not even I don't know I I'm trying to make it not to say that's not it's going to be boring but if you're looking at those teams I'm just like how I mean you know the, the rivalry was there with LAFC you know when you bring in but what I mean maybe Seattle to bring in those like Atlanta maybe but I'm just kind of I was kind of like disappointed at the MLS teams
1: yeah I mean I guess here's the thing it's like at immediate glance you're just like it's it's not the I don't know I guess I I don't want to be I don't want to like offend like Timbers fans but like it's no actually no. they have a good they have a good uh, I guess if you're if you're if you're to take out the Timbers and if you're to take out I guess I guess in the end you don't you aren't exactly excited by the Union and the and the Columbus crew but here's the thing is actually I think I think all – I mean, especially I – mean, I think if you leave Atlanta out of the picture there, I think Portland, Philadelphia, and Columbus are – They're okay. actually, they're quite strong teams. I mean, yeah. with the crew, we, we saw uh, – what is it they – what is it they – obviously, they won the recent uh, MLS Cup. You have someone like Zellerayan in the team. True, true, uh, true. Philadelphia Union, I, I actually, they. a lot of people were thinking that they were going to win uh, MLS Cup. They won the Supporters' Shield. You can't count up the Timbers, who – uh, I mean, we got to remember too. They, they also won MLS's back tournament. The only team I, I think I would be surprised if all three of those teams made a, a, a deep run into the tournament. I'm not going to say that they're going to win the CCL. I'm just going to say that. I think the crude union Timbers can make deep runs in the CCL. The only time I have my, I have question marks over is Atlanta, just because they haven't exactly been at their best recently, but they got a new manager. Maybe things will turn around for them, but I don't know. Well, I, I think. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm all I'm saying is just don't, don't, don't sleep on uh, the crew, Union or Timbers. I think they could potentially give. They'll some will make
0: trouble. it. They'll probably make it semifinals, maybe even finals. So we'll see how. that goes.
1: <laughs> I mean, history shows that one of them will make the final, and one then one of
0: them, yeah,
1: we'll and lose. maybe lose to Leon. They
0: maybe lose to Leon and <laughs> lose
1: to Tigres,
0: <laughs> and we <we're> lose. Um, <laughs> I put in C-Cell just really quick cuz I wrote down Seattle for some reason but yes my mind went um there's a team over there in the northwest northwest and then I said Seattle so yeah it's Portland but oh, I put on like hold on a second CCL really quick the celebrity cricket league <laughs> <laughs> the amateur men's cricket league in India consists of 9 teams I'm like hold on a second this is so few are interested in the cricket league we have these uh for the mexican teams uh pretty competitive
1: yeah no Rayados Cruz Azul América León. I mean, well, Cruz Azul. will see. I don't know. Like we'll see. If we'll see how they're doing tonight. They're uh, while we're recording, uh, Bachuca and Cruz Azul playing, and yeah. by t- by the time we're done, and I'm gonna watch the game. There's a decent chance of they could potentially lose this, but we'll see. I'm not actually. Well, I have the game recorded, but if, if Cruz Azul lose that, that'll be three losses in a row, which is not exactly good news for them. But but yeah, but América León. I mean, obviously, you can't like would it be surprising if any of them lifted the title yeah
0: so we'll see hopefully uh they all gets a good run and go to the club world cup 36 titles in the ccl for mexico the next team costa rica with six we're looking at from the others then you got el salvador with three wait overall performances by country 36 How suriname have two guatemala have two
1: because I think we're looking beyond. Because uh, beyond, uh, I think what you're probably looking at is not just the like when it was this, called whatever. Long the time Scotiabic, ago. Yeah, you're, you're looking at uh, what is it? I think it was just a Champions Cup. I yeah, forgot. I think it was going Ch- well, from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, you said that.
0: All right. Well, we'll we'll keep an eye out. Should the schedule kind of changed a little bit. Does it favor MLS? I mean,
1: no, know- no. I, you're yeah. already gonna have MLS fans complaining. <laughs> Which, like, like I mean, I think here's the thing. Is like, uh, yes, like. I like, I get it. Like, uh, you know, it's not exactly ideal to what their, their season starts in early April. And then the round of 16 starts at some point between April 6th through 8th. But I will say is just, uh, you know, with these draws, you know, obviously more than likely they're not going to be going up against a Liga Mechies side. Uh, I think, uh, you know, with these draws, you do tend to see the Liga Mechies and MLSIs kind of like distributed. And then they go up against, you know, typically you'll see like an, a league of Yankees team versus like a Costa Rican team and MLS team versus uh, yeah. like some from like uh, a team from Honduras. So uh, they'll have an opportunity there. But what I will say is that there's a, the what is it? There's a significant break uh, between uh, the semi semifinals and final between this round of 16 and quarterfinals. So by August, that's where the semifinals are going to happen. And I feel like, no teams will really have that much of an excuse saying that, oh, you know, they're not informed. They're not exactly at their best. I mean, we'll see what maybe they'll be really busy with the summer schedule for national teams and whatnot. Maybe a lot of players will be missing, but by then it's, it's not as if the season had just started oh, by August, by October, when the final is happening, these teams will potentially be in full swing.
0: Yeah. The draw is on February 10th, man. I went to the draw last year this sucks.
1: <laughs> really, it wasn't fun. I mean, I yeah. I like woke fun. up the. I, I like woke. I like I forgot if I like woke up or just like ch- ch- checked my phone, but like I forget. It, so it wasn't fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I mean, oh, it was fun. Although oh, I, right? I said yeah, it yeah. wasn't fun. No, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it was fun. and We went. We were over there. We went to this like cool little place. And they had. Oh yeah, there. I was uh, jealous. It's like yes, John Arch was Tom over there. Arch Chester, was over there. Yeah, Arn, we, we had fun. We had fun over there, and we're the American press and um we dressed up and it was cool it was cool to see and then we were told to be in the back because we didn't have like a cool seat over there
1: <laughs> um but um yeah so you should have been hanging out with with uh, with Adriana I wonder if she was and then you could have like stepped in for all the interviews sure. should have
0: um any other notable I mean yeah Canada had Forge FC and Toronto FC um Costa Rica surprisingly and uh, Deportivo Zaprisa and Alajolense normally you know, uh, Herediano sneaks in there or another team in, uh, from so I pay attention a lot to the Costa Rican leagues, uh, family members um, you know there's, those are the two big teams so they're excited to come back um, in Dominican Republic, Club Atlético, Pantoja Haiti's in there, Honduras, Maratona and Olympia uh, we see talking about Mexico, Nicaragua Re- and Real Estelia so aside from the US so we'll see we'll see how that goes
1: yeah a lot of teams too like uh that you kind of like recognize like Saprissa, you recognize olympia from honduras they they're always there they're always 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 there so batathon you you see them every now and then the only team that i don't really uh recognize is uh the team from from haiti um yeah. i think this i think there's gonna be Ar- there yeah i
0: think f c i would say like don't sleep on um Alajuelense la Liga in uh, in Costa Rica. They just won the league. They have a good generation coming up, and they're wanting to do something in the season. Oh, well, keep an so, eye on them. All keep right, but now on la Liga, Los Leones. All right, we'll see. Um, really quick before we end, El Tri announced another um friendly. It's going to be somewhere in Europe, right? They have Wales on the twenty seventh, and they announced what well, we're talking about, Los Ticos, Costa Rica, somewhere in Europe, which is uh kind of like i mean that's i mean they're gonna try to put in as many friendlies as they can especially during you know <laughs> with commercial contracts that they have had last year now they're doing it so uh we already have two two friendly schedules for mexico and one in wales and the other they're trying to figure out where it's going to be against costa rica somewhere in europe yeah. thoughts i i mean
1: yeah no i mean Valley. just keep keeping on that it's just well, it's in march and like i want it to be now <laughs> i know <laughs> i want it to be now just uh uh i just have to be patient with that i guess i mean i mean, I mean, excited uh, to see uh, what will happen with, like, who will get the first call-up uh, of, of the new year, you know, what what, what direction Tata's thinking. We'll mm. see what's happening with the Olympics, too. Apparently, what is it? Did you see that? There was, like, a report saying that um, that they them? might they might cancel it, and then others said, no, 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 like, the no, Olympics I'm, are still going to happen. I, so. I think if it's
0: going to happen, they're just going to have it without a public. I mean, what, yeah. do these, these Olympics need to continue, and sure, maybe there will be no public, but these players have trained all their lives like four more years that's that's another generation for in some of these sports (laughs) you know it's like so i hope that it continues and we'll be watching
1: yeah because i was thinking like if if they if it were canceled for whatever reason obviously once again it was just like rumors based off some stuff that people were tweeting i was thinking it's like oh what does that mean for l3 because now you're gonna have a group of young players who are now not going to be taking part in qualifying but it looks like that's still happening but yeah something to keep an eye on um because yeah. it's gonna be a busy busy year well they
0: i mean there's already the tournament to qualify in march in yeah so yeah we'll know if they're like oh we don't do it anymore if like it's, it's
1: i guess it's, what they it. could, what would potentially happen my guess is that just have it anyway not having us the olympics just <laughs> I think they would just call it like the CONCACAF U twenty, like U twenty three championship or yeah, something, it like something like
0: that. Which is called yeah. the World U twenty three Championship, and then just doing it in Japan and just do it in a bubble somewhere. We'll have
1: <laughs> everybody. But yeah, but as for but really quickly, I want to uh, sneak it before we wrap up uh, to to keep an eye on Thigas because uh, sometimes the league of Mickey's preview, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. get a chance to catch in to, to catch up on the Thursday games uh, since we sometimes record on Thursdays. But keep an eye on Thigas because. Uh, I, even though they got a 2 nothing win uh, over the weekend without, without Gignac, they got a 2 nothing win over Atlas. Um, as of now, it's still up in the air if Gignac is going to be back. It, it's still up in the air if Godless Gonzalez is going to be fit for the game. Apparently, he has an injury. So there's a decent chance that Degades could be playing without Gignac, could be playing without Gonzalez against Nick Aksa this Thursday. So so something to keep an eye on All right. uh, in the League of Vikings week.
0: Well, there we go. Liga MX preview on Thursday. Mr. Cesar this, if you don't know, has a guest on. What do you do? You already know this week? No, I No, idea. I never know. <laughs> I, I never, never know on Mondays.
1: Yeah, usually I like <laughs> I write it down in my planner. Usually I like I like message Amy like after recording the Monday pod. Because I'll think of like, oh, man, we should brought it up. We should probably figure it out. And then usually we like it <laughs> by Tuesday, but okay, uh, but yeah. But last week we had uh, John Arnold, who is fantastic as usual, Mr. Good, John, good friend of the pod. And then before that, we had Carlos Justis, obviously does a great job doing uh, uh, Telemundo commentary uh, for for Chivas. So we'll see, we'll see who we have this week. But uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. Probably be out some point on Thursday. And yeah, keep an eye out on, yeah, like like we said, just it's gonna be maybe. There aren't a lot of big, exciting matches, but still, we'll we'll see some of the storylines. You know, with with Tigris and their injuries, we'll see what happens between Pachuca and Cruz Azul tonight. How that impacts their game this week. Chivas, I mean, they're 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 definitely a little bit of a mess right now. Arguably, like the worst game I've seen from them, and that recent loss they had. Or, I would say the worst game I've seen from them under Vucetich is what I should be saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we'll see how they bounce back uh, after that, but yeah. Um, keep an eye on this we'll, weekend. We'll keep an eye on it.
0: Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, uh, this good Mexican it soccer. Show. It's a little fast, faster than you than usual with only us two going. But continue to support, guys. Thanks a lot. Um, big request: if you're not following us on Instagram, sometimes we we, we put some cool little graphics on there. Amy does an amazing job. So please, please follow us on Instagram, the Mexican Soccer Show. And uh, yeah, we uh, we remind you of some episodes. And some little sound bites that are pretty, pretty cool that I put together. So,
1: yeah, shout out to Amy.
0: Shout out to Amy and Instagram. So, all right, we'll return next week on Monday. Uh, obviously, preview, uh, talk about all oh, what's going on in the gimmicks. And I'm sure there's going to be already some dramas with all the COVID and what happens. So, we will see. And then, then it's February starts, March, and here comes all the games. So, we'll see. Hope everybody's staying safe, uh, still inside. If you're wondering about getting the vaccine, do it. Um, yeah, what else I can tell you? So it's already a calmer time without Trump.
1: Yeah, You know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's,
0: <laughs> you know it's, it's, it is it's what it is. Uh, tomorrow, if you're listening to this, it's been one year since Kobe. That's just crazy. I,
1: oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, All right. Sorry to, uh, to remind everybody. I was just thinking
0: about that. I think tomorrow is the anniversary of, uh, wow, what a day. But uh, yeah, we'll continue. Thanks a lot for the support, everybody. Y nos vemos. Hasta la próxima.